Better and Longer with The Fitness Show, hosted by fitness expert, author, and TV personality, Fitz Kohler. She'll tell you why diets are dumb, supplements are snake oil, and the truth about how you can earn a lean, hard, pain-free, and athletic body. Now for our favorite bossy blonde, Fitz Kohler. Hi team, I'm Fitz Kohler, your fitness expert from fitness.com, and welcome to the Fitness Show, and happy new year. We have made it to 2018, and I'm happy to be here. In fact, I'm always grateful for every day I get. It's funny, people complain about their birthdays. When my birthday arrives, I just think, woohoo, I made it to another age without getting hit by a bus last year. So um, moving forward always feels good. I had a wonderful winter break. I went snow skiing in um, the Smoky Mountains with my family, brought the kids for their first time skiing. We skied on Ober Mountain in Gatlinburg. And you know what? They blew fake snow and the whole mountain was covered with snow. I tell you what, maybe it's because I'm Floridian and I don't know, maybe I'm just claiming some sort of dumb snow status, but I couldn't tell the difference. It was just a magical mountain full of snow and we had so much fun. I I snowboarded a few years ago, but the only time I skied was 20 years ago, and I went one day on uh, in the Catskills in New Jersey, and I got lessons that morning, and then I skied on whatever, the beginner slope that day, and then I decided to ski again, what was it, Friday? I don't know. Anyways, a few days ago, and here's the funny thing, I send my kids off for lessons, and I had the skis that I rented. I had my whole little outfit because when I work with Oakley, um, they had given me all the cool snow clothes. So I looked like the part. I totally looked like I belonged on that mountain with my amazing Oakley snow gear. However, I, I didn't even remember how to put the boots in the skis. I had to be refreshed. All of a sudden, I started putting them on thinking, I don't really know what I'm doing here. And... Um, Someone reminded me, so I put the boots in the skis, and I take, get the poles, and we head over to the lift. I'm going up the lift thinking, crap, it's been 20 years since that one day I skied, and uh, I hope I can make it down this mountain. <sighs> so I just kind of what the hell did it, and flew down the mountain, and there's a bend on the beginner slope. You go down, then you have to make a hard right turn and a hard left turn, and so somewhere along the first turn, I... I fell but I fell onto my bum and my knuckles <laughs> holding onto my ski balls and I literally rode down the mountain at about 7,000 miles per hour on my tush screaming laughing the whole way and uh, I don't know it was so much fun I ended up uh, falling one more time and then I, I didn't fall again for the rest of the day so apparently I am a really good skier or uh, sufficient enough to get through um, that one day, but uh, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. I love living in the Sunshine State, and I'm a total hot weather girl, and I love water sports. I live for water sports, water skiing, and wakeboarding, and kneeboarding, and paddleboarding, um, but I would do equally well on a mountain. I, I wish I had access, you know, just the thought of having my own skis and my own snowboard and just buying an annual pass to the ski lift and making that part of my daily life, at least for parts of the year, would be so cool. So if you have not gone to do skiing or snowboarding, please go give it a try. So much fun. And, you know, if you're planning an event, an 
a vacation plan it around athletic adventure because there's vacations where you go and just look at stuff and then there's vacations where you go and you do stuff and you have adrenaline throwing flowing through your body and you're screaming and laughing and playing and making actual memories and I find it interesting when people go to uh, on a cruise they say oh we're gonna eat we're gonna get all our money's worth well you're never gonna look back fondly on the rice you had thinking Oh, remember that rice we ate that night? You're never going to remember the rice. But you are going to remember the dancing and the zip lining and the uh, wakeboarding or the jet skiing or the mountain climbing you did. So please, please, please base your vacations around athletic adventure and your memories will truly be magical and memorable and worth your time and your money. You know, life, you got to experience it. And so what? I want to talk about today is a whole bunch of people I know are going to experience something great. Right around the corner this weekend is the Walt Disney World Marathon. It's the 25th anniversary of the marathon, and it's a whole weekend full of athletic adventure with some of the most extraordinary people in the world, which are runners. And I'm so excited. I'm headed over there down to Orlando in just a couple of days, and I know many of you are too. So I wanted to talk about that. So if you're a listener and you're not familiar with this race weekend, it is just that. It's almost a week. In fact, the there are four races involved in the weekend. On Thursday, there's a 5K. Friday, there's a 10K. Saturday, there's a half marathon, which is 13.1 miles. And fr- uh, Sunday, there's a full marathon, which is 26.2 miles. Now, many of you think, whoa, one of those races is an extraordinary accomplishment, and that is absolutely true. So there's a lot of people coming in this week to do the 3.1, the 5K, which is extraordinary. And one of the things I really want to get away from saying is just doing the 5K, because it's not just a 5K, it's a 5K. And that 5K itself is a wonderful athletic adventure and something almost everybody can do. And I, I like to tell folks, if you can walk through the mall for one hour, you can do a 5K. It really is. It's a one. It's a one-hour walk, depending on your pace. Maybe a little faster. Maybe a little slower. But uh, it's very, very doable. And if you went to a finish line of any 5K, you would see people with walking braces. You would see people with dramatic injuries. You would see people that were 600 pounds crossing the finish line. You would see 100-year-olds crossing the finish line. So it's a very, very doable distance and something I hope everybody will give a chance at least once. But Disney has built something quite uh, interesting because it's not only the 5K, 10K, half and full. They're encouraging the runners to do more than one race. And they started with the Goofy which is doing both the half marathon on Saturday and the full marathon on Sunday. And yes, that's aptly titled because doing a half marathon and a full marathon is a pretty goofy thing to do. But there are many, many, many thousands of people who do the goofy. And five years ago, they decided to up the ante and create the Dopey. Dopey Challenge, which is doing all four races. And I think there's 7,000 people doing all four races. I could have that number wrong, but I don't think I do. I don't know. I might have it wrong. But it's extraordinary the amount of people that are signed up to do the Dopey. They've paid like $72 billion or $600, something like that. But they're going to do, I think it's 39. No, no. Is it 39? No, it's way more than that. I don't know. Sorry, Dopey people. I can't remember what your distance is. But it's appalling. It's 
absolutely appalling. 26 plus 13, that's 39, plus 6 is 45, plus 3. I don't know. They're doing about 49 miles during the week. <clears throat> you know, and some people do ultra races. They'll do 50 miles in one day and la-ti-da for them. But it really is an extraordinary accomplishment and an extraordinary endeavor that many of my friends are taking on. I am not dopey, and I'm okay with that. My dopiness um, took place many years ago when I competed full, uh, for 10 years as a full-contact kickboxer. That was my kind of dopey, running that kind of distances four days in a row. just isn't my bag, but I love it, and I admire it, and I'm happy to be there with all the dopey weirdos who are going to do it this weekend. So um, looking forward to that, and Really, this weekend is about running or walking or run walking, as many people do. But it is about putting that athletic adventure in your life. So if you're one of these people that are heading to Walt Disney World, you know, I tip my hat to you because you are choosing to live while so many people are just doing nothing with their day, nothing with their week, with their month, with their year. You are setting out to do something extraordinary and have some fun and, you know, at some point there probably will be a little bit of suffering involved, but it's because you're trying to accomplish something fantastic. You know, you're motivated by the finish line. You're motivated by the medals. You're motivated by uh, the accomplishment. I mean, it really is a very, very big deal. And I'm focusing here on the Walt Disney World weekend, but these opportunities for this type of accomplishment come every weekend of the year in cities all over the U.S. and the world where these race challenges are taking place. This is an unusual one with all four races, but um, I host many races as the race announcer. Orange County Marathon has a challenge, and uh, I don't know, L.A. Marathon, we have a challenge. Los Angeles Marathon, or I should say Skechers Performance Los Angeles Marathon. We've got the 5K and the full marathon. It's, uh, it's, it's a pretty popular movement for motion at this point, getting people to do not only one race, but more than one race over the course of a weekend. Um, but I'm excited about this one because Walt Disney World brings out something special. And it's a special place, obviously. Uh, Mickey Mouse lives there and there's castles and things like that. But um, people come for more than just the running. In fact, the Run Disney fans, the people that are loyal to the organization, I think they're there for more than just the races right now. And yeah, it is about the athletic adventure, but it's about the camaraderie. We've made so many fantastic friends along the way. And it's interesting because I think society's impression or their, their visual image of a runner is this really lean running person, you know, you, you take the cross-country runner in high school and just put a beard on them and that's your runner guy or the same thing with a, a, a woman. You give that cross-country runner from high school, you give her boobs and some wrinkles and that's, you know, the, the runner, the marathon woman. Um, but it's not. I mean, literally every walk of life, every type of person possible is showing up. I think they have 50-something countries participate in this race weekend, and every single state is represented, and literally every age is represented. You'll see infants out on the course, I think, being held by their moms, probably inappropriately, but um, you'll see people that are 100. We have this ancient, ancient 
woman who shows up dressed like Minnie Mouse. Um, I don't know where she's from, but there's lots and lots of different types of people, and that's what makes it fun. And we've all found so many friends because the Run Disney people are, are, are a casual group. There's some really hardcore runners, of course, but, you know, people just hit the start corral, and, and, and here's how it works. And, well, you're stuck there forever, so you're almost forced into making friends, but um, each race starts at 5.30 in the morning. And getting to the start of the race is kind of a process. You can drive there. Often the races start out of the Ebcot parking lot. Um, sometimes they start elsewhere. But basically, you most people take a bus from a Disney resort or elsewhere to the start of the race. And you kind of hang out in a parking lot. You check your bags. There's some music, some entertainment. And people just loiter for an hour and a half. Often it's freezing cold. This weekend is going to be freezing cold. My sunshine state is letting me down because I believe on the race mornings that I am running, it will be in the 30s. How rude. So we'll all be standing around freezing for hours. And that's the thing. You have to get there so early <laughs> that the suffering is extended because, you know, once you start running, the coldness, the pain from the coldness starts diminishing. But until you start running, it's just suffering. And so um, people are huddled together, frozen, and getting very cozy with each other, getting very cozy with complete strangers out of full-blown desperation. And I am not shy. I will ask for a cuddle whenever necessary, which is quite often. So people come bundled up in blankets and garbage bags. If you are running this weekend, please pack some clothing you hate. You know, that ugly hoodie, gross pajamas, that nasty old painting shirt, whatever it is, bring it. And then wear it for your race mornings. Wear it as long as you can. And then once you start running, you can shed your clothes on the course. Ideally, you will throw it on the side of the road, on the uh, grass, or on the sidewalks, whatever it is. Disney will come and pick that stuff up and donate it for you. So don't feel like you're littering and being a rude person. Bring yucky blankets. Bring old jackets. Go to the Salvation Army and buy warm things on the cheap so you can bring with you and dispose. And if you're going to do that four mornings in a row, you're going to need a lot of yucky clothes or old things or whatever it is. Layers, layers, layers. Bring them, bring things you don't care about, things you can dispose of because you're gonna if you get to Orlando and then you think, oh no, it's really colder than I thought, and you go to one of the souvenir shops, you're gonna drop nine bucks on a shirt that you're literally gonna throw away the next day. So um so do that. Bring garbage bags. There's whatever. <laughs> Just bring stuff. Bring your fire pit, bring your um fireplace. Bring your portable heater, anything that you can bring to stay warm, bring it. Bring, um, yeah, yeah, bring a fire pit. That's a good idea, and I will be your best friend if you show up with a fire pit because I will snuggle up with you. But anyways, you'll arrive at the Epcot parking lot between 3.30 and 4 a.m., and then your job is to make friends. And if you've come alone, there's no such thing as being alone at a race because you're with thousands of people and, and everybody just wants to have a good time. So introduce yourself to whoever's standing next to you. If you feel um, too embarrassed to do that, ask a question of somebody. That's a nice icebreaker. You know, how do we get to the start line or who's your favorite character or 
I don't know, how do I put one foot in front of the other? Make up something to make a friend. But everybody seems to be in really good spirits at these races. And you'll have a really good time if you're willing to put your um, neck out a little bit. Step out of your comfort zone or just, like I said, come armed with some questions. Ask like you need help and people will absorb you into their little running family if you look clueless and you look like you need help. Having said that, I am going to be there and I will be there. I'm only running the five, only. I am running the five and 10K. Hooray for me. Um, I've decided to skip out on the longer races. I just simply, I'm not in the mood for my knee and hip issues. I just don't feel like dealing with it this weekend, so I'm not going to. Um, however, I will be there in the mornings for the 5 and 10K, so please come find me and give me hugs and say hello. And even if I don't know you, if you listen to my podcast or you're part of my Hottie Body Fitness Challenge or I've bossed you around and helped make you stronger or leaner or faster in any regard, please come say hi. Nothing makes me happier. And I get a lot of that all race weekend, and I love it. So if you see me at the expo or, I don't know, roaming around Disney Springs or something else, please, 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 please come say hello because it means so much to me. And maybe I'm lonely and wishing for a friend too. So the opportunity to um, interact with you might make my day. Um, so yeah, so you'll be in the corral early in the morning, freezing with hopefully new friends, and or you'll be in the parking lot, and eventually they'll say, okay, move to your corrals. And I think the corrals are A through M or something appalling like double Z, and you'll move into your little corral, whatever your bib says. If you're a P person, you got to go in P. You can go in P or after, but you can't go to L if you're a P corral. If you're an A person, if your bib says A, you can go to A, B, C. You can go anywhere from your bib or a slower corral, but you cannot go into a faster corral. So you go into your corral, and then you'll wait there forever. And finally, they'll start singing the anthem, and you'll know that the race is about to start soon. And we'll have Rudy Novotny and John Pelkey doing their super fun comedy thing, which I love. They're hilarious. They're wonderful race announcers. In fact, um, I love announcing with Rudy. But one of the other things I love most is uh, being a runner in the corral while he and John are working together because I think they're an incredible pair and they make me so happy. I, I, I love being an audience member, uh, member when they're on the microphone. But anyways, once the anthem starts, you'll know that uh, finally Rudy's going to yell, Go! But then it may still be an hour until you go. <laughs> so... It's just how it is. It's that's the burden of picking such a popular, beloved race is that you gotta wait a while to get going. And the reason being is they're just trying to eliminate the log jam, which could take place when twenty five thousand runners take off at the same time, or ten thousand runners take off at the same time. So when they break you up and when they break us up into smaller groups, um, we we get a little more flexibility of motion movement and. People are less cranky at the end of the race. So that's that's the way that goes. But, um, but bring your warm stuff. Prepare to make friends. You know, if you're new to Run Disney and you've not done this before and you're looking for friends, because a lot of you I love show up to races alone. I'm that girl. I show up to races alone. There are so many wonderful running groups. So, of course, we have the Hottie Body Fitness Challenge. If you're not a member of that, get on my Facebook group and join. 
and we will instantly be your friends. But there's the Facebook Running Club, Team Run Disney Run, Team Not Run Disney, which is hilarious, Um, Team Shenanigans, there's the Be Our Guest Podcast Lizards, there's the Mickey Milers. There are so many wonderful Facebook groups that... uh, uh, get together in real life and so in real life they they're friends from Facebook and then they transfer that to the actual race event and they plan meetups so um, where we have hottie meetups there's a lizard meetup and there'll be I think it's team shenanigans having some sort of drinking around the world at Epcot night now I won't be doing that because I don't have park passes and I'm not going to be going in to Epcot but it sure sounds like a hell of a lot of fun oh and here's the other thing Walt Disney World people or Run Disney people are super weird because I go into the weekend fearing their early mornings. I mean, waking up at 2.30, give me a break. It's a nightmare, right? 2.30, I couldn't imagine waking up at 2.30 four mornings in a row. And in fact, I think that's really the big burden to overcome with the dopey challenge. It's not just running the distances, but it's waking up four mornings in a row at 2.30. So that... That itself is a deterrent for me. That itself is something where I look at these people and I bow down and say, you're superhuman, you deserve your own Marvel comic made after you because you wake up so early in the morning four times in a row. However, here's the other thing, is some of these folks are psychopaths because they get done with their race and then they go into the theme park and they walk around all day. And you know what? If I'm going to be running... What did we decide? It was like 49 miles. If I'm going to do that, I don't really want to walk around for 10 hours through a theme park. I think that's excessive. I'm going to go home or back to my hotel, and I'm going to put my feet up, and I'm going to sit my butt down for as long as I can until i got to move again. But no, 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 no. Run Disney people are psycho because they go through the parks and, and do the whole thing as though they were just on vacation with no other burdens. And then here's the other thing. <laughs> They're alcoholics. They are all just slamming the beers and the cocktails. And I don't know. They must have stomachs of steel and superhuman sources of energy flowing through their veins. In fact, I think these people are probably not people at all. They probably are robo people sent from another planet and they plug into the wall. Yeah, they're probably, now that I'm thinking of it, they're probably not people at all. Which now that I've figured that out, makes a lot of sense because there's no way a normal human with a job and kids, that type of human, could show up, travel to Orlando on Wednesday, pick up their bib, wake up at 2.30 in the morning, run three miles, walk through Epcot all day, go get drunk at night, wake up at 2.30 in the morning, do the 10K, repeat, repeat. Yeah, these are obviously not humans at all. So I've been talking about all the camaraderie I have with these run people, but I don't think they're people at all, which means I probably have about 2,000 less friends than I think I do because they're just robots. Does that make sense? I think that's... ah, I'm just talking to myself right now, but I think that's actually what's going on. I mean, the raging alcoholics, you'll see it, and the team not run Disney... They have the the alcohol pictures, they go to run the race, and then they drink, they have to, the rule is that they have to be on Disney property drinking alcohol to use the hashtag suck it loser. Um, so, <laughs> I don't 
know. I mean, it's it's a little bit of a warped, screwed up environment, to tell you the truth. I started off this podcast talking about all the athletic adventure and healthiness, but really we're going to some sort of cyber person drinking game where you have to run X amount of miles after you chug alcohol. Yeah, it's confusing. It's confusing. So if I have explained anything to you so far, we can erase it all because I'm just now equally confused. I have probably gone to, I don't know, 20, 30 run Disney events in my day. And now I'm completely confused. I don't get it. So here's here's what I will be doing. I'm going to arrive on Wednesday evening. I'm going to go to the expo over at the Wide World of Sports, and I'm going to pick up my bib. And this is what you should do. is The day before your first race, you have to go to the expo and bring your driver's license, and you'll sign a waiver, and then you'll go over to the proper place, and you'll show them who you are. And ideally, you will pick up your own bib. You won't steal somebody else's bib, which has been going on. So don't be that person. Don't be the patty pan. And if you're a Disney person, you know who that is. This lady, Patty, has been uh, forging other people's uh, signatures to get their race bib. So claim only your own bib, please. And then you can gather your race shirt. And then you can go shopping. I encourage you to go shopping at Sparkle Athletic and get yourself a really pretty skirt. You can go over to Night Beams and get yourself some glow-in-the-dark product. Go to Sport Hooks, get yourself a metal hanger to hang all of your medals from this race weekend. Um, there's a lot of wonderful people selling a lot of wonderful, cool run stuff. So head over there. Uh, Sparkly Soul, the headbands are beautiful. So anyways, lots of cool stuff to shop with. But then you'll leave the expo. I will leave the expo on Wednesday night. And you know what I will do? I will go to my hotel and I will go to sleep. This is on my agenda. Sleep as quickly as possible. I may eat food. Hopefully I'll remember to eat food. But that's it. I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up at 2.30 with a grudge. (laughs) I'm going to be a little cranky about it. I'm going to be completely sober from the night before. But I will still wake up at 2.30 or three, if I can think I can pull it off, I will throw on a bun or a ponytail and some running clothes. Oh, this is what I'm thinking. It's supposed to be in the 30s on Thursday morning. So I'm thinking about running in a onesie. I've got a bunch of onesies. I'm kind of a onesie connoisseur I'm becoming. But I'm thinking about running in my Winnie the Pooh onesie. I've done the races in the ice cold with my shorts and tank tops, and I'm just, I think it's stupid now. I think I'm going to go for the onesie. And then I will run the race, and then I will go back to my hotel and take a shower and take a nap, and perhaps I will dine with friends, and then I will wake up the next morning at 2.30 with a grudge, and uh, I won't wear the onesie for the 10K, but I'll wear some running clothes, and like I advised you, hopefully I will bring some ugly top layers so I can um, disrobe and throw them to the side of the road when I heat up properly while I'm running. And I think I will meet people outside of gear check. Um, usually we meet outside the K cause my last name is Kohler. So we'll do a hottie meetup over there and take some pictures and hopefully I will meet you and we will have some hugs and things like that. And then after that race, I will go, Oh, there's a hottie meetup that night. I'll do that. But the, the moral of it is, is I am not a cyber robot person. I am a normal human, so I won't be out drinking heavily, and um, yeah, (laughs) I'm going to be normal. I will not be roaming through the Magic Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom like a cyber robot weirdo. I will be resting my legs for the running, but 
beyond that, when I am done running, this is when my fun begins because I have so many runners this weekend who are, who I have trained in some regard throughout the year. People who I have helped lose weight through the exact formula for weight loss. So many runners who are using my strength training for runners workout, the video online. If you haven't found that yet, go to fitness.com. On the very front, you will find both the exact formula for weight loss. That's on the right-hand menu bar. And the strength training for runners video, that is a featured video on the cover page of fitness.com. And so there's all of these people that I have helped guide in some regard to help them live better and longer or run further, faster, pain-free. And I will be, there's a VIP tent right before the finish line of the half marathon and full marathon. And so usually I'm there and there's a nice warm toasty indoor tent and I will not be in there. I will be on the cold outdoor patio at my little hugging station. And so if you would like to give me a sweaty hug before you cross the finish line, I would love to give you a nice warm toasty fits Fitness hug, fitness hug full of love because I'm so proud of you. So that's that's one of the highlights of my Disney races now is my um, my my hugging station. It's been wonderful, and I am I tell you what, I feel like the running mama. You know, if I'm not on the microphone as a race announcer, the next best thing is for me to be there right before the finish line with full access to give you all hugs because I am so proud of you and you know I understand that every finish line means something and I understand all the work it takes for you to get from point A to point B and not just on race day but all the training you put in before you got there and you know the courage it took for you to sign up for the race and invest your hard-earned money and with Disney it often comes with a tremendous travel cost but it means something to you, and you're going to live better and longer for it. So trust me when I tell you that those finish line hugs mean just as much to me as they do to you. And I I love it. It lights me up when you guys come over to give me those hugs or get a hug, however you view it. Either way, I love the hugs at the finish line. And, you know, maybe you don't have any family there waiting for you before you cross that finish line. I am your family they're waiting for you before you cross that finish line. And so um, please take advantage of that. I, the only time I walk away from that, uh, that ledge is when I have to use the porta potty. I run into the porta potty, give it a whirl, and get back to my spot as soon as possible. And my friends who have joined me in, the, in that VIP tent will tell you I'm an immovable object. I do not leave that post. Um, because I desperately don't want to miss any of you. And I don't think I've ever been to a Run Disney event where I have left before the final finisher has come through. My favorite person, my favorite finisher is the last finisher. It just is the way it is. So, you know, don't be embarrassed if you are crossing the finish line at the seven-hour mark or whatever it is. That's pride, you know. Even the winners will tell you it's so much harder to be the final finisher than it is the first. The first marathoner gets through and, you know, on a, depending which course it is, a two-hour, 20 minutes, they're done. They're having breakfast. They've eaten lunch by the time the seven-hour person has crossed the finish line. And we know what grit it takes to be out doing anything physical for that amount of time. So you are to be celebrated and I will do that even if you're one of those cyber robots because apparently I have a affinity for the supernatural. So <laughs> that is you. If you're one of the dopey challengers, I do tip my hat to you. I don't get it. 
but I like it, and I want to be a part of it. I don't want to run it, but I want to be a part of it, and I'm, I'm happy to have my special role. I have um, David Missick, one of my morning milers from my school running program. He's coming from Cumming, Georgia with his mom, Jenny, and his dad, and David's going to be doing his first Disney 5K, and I cannot wait to see that little man. He's one of my favorite buddies in the country and he's run over 50 miles this school year at the morning mile his mom actually sponsored the school program so um that will be a highlight for me i have mark zulke mark's got he's going through bladder cancer treatment and he's running his first marathon we got mel bishop coming uh, I, I shouldn't even start naming names because there's so many. Michael Jones, of course. Michael Jones has lost 70-something pounds. He's gone from 46 jeans to 32 jeans. That's, yikes. That's small. I got the Lawrences. Who else? Yeah, everybody. And I'm sorry I'm not remembering you all. Rob Stewart, Melissa DiStefano. Melissa's just going to hang this time. Hopefully she'll hang with me. Um friend after friend after friend, and I'm so excited to see you all. So um, the Walt Disney World Marathon, I don't know if I explained anything to you at all. Please bring warm clothes. Florida is being phony. We're pretending to be something we're not. The cold weather doesn't suit us, and we understand that. So on behalf of the Sunshine State, I'm sorry. It will be really, really cold. Um, but stop by the Salvation Army before you pack your bags and uh, find some things to leave on the side of the road. Bring your snack bar, you know, pack your nutrition and wear it in your little fanny pack so you don't get hangry mid-race. That's what I do. I, I need a little bit of nu nutrition or I become a cranky fitzy. And uh, I hope to see you. That's the moral of the story is wherever you are, I'm, I'm a big mouth. So you may just hear my voice at some point. And maybe you see my big blonde ponytail, and maybe you'll hear my squeaky knee brace coming up behind you, but I love my, my running friends. My running friends from Big Sur, my running friends from Long Beach Marathon, from the Mermaid Series, from the Buffalo Marathon. I love you all, and it means a lot to me. And, you know, if it wasn't for all the friends I'd get to see, I probably wouldn't even be going to this race weekend. Not that it's not special, but I, I personally, I leave my children a lot for work, and since at this particular race weekend I'm not technically working, I might sit it out. But um, but you guys are something worth looking forward to. You're the highlight for me. So I hope I get to see you. I hope you do get some rest. If you are one of the people out there doing the dopey and you're not a cyber person, chill out on the alcohol. Help yourself out a little bit. Get some sleep. Don't be afraid to tell the buddies or the family you're with, dude, I have got 26.2 to run in the morning. I'm going to bed right now. You all go to Animal Kingdom, take lots of pictures, tell me all about it when you're done, but I'm going to sleep. Um, I got Jeremy Howes out there. Holy mackerel, he and his daughter, they're going to be fantastic, but um, hopefully hopefully you all uh, take good care of yourself in the process. Take lots of pictures. Please feel free to tag me in all of them at fitness, F-I-T-Z-N-E-S-S, or hashtag fitness, and um, I want to see you. I want to see you, and I want to see your, your cyber parts. I'm very curious now <laughs> to find out what's really involved in you dopey people. But um, Walt Disney World Marathon should be a blast. If it's your first time, take it all in. I have full faith you'll fall in love, and uh, you'll be back. And if it's your last Disney race, which many of you have stated it will be, I hope 
I hope you have a blast and I hope you take it all in and I hope you take photos and I hope you give me hugs. And uh, on that note, I think I'm gonna wrap this up, but I hope to see you guys soon. And um, for all the cyber people, cheers. Get to work, everybody. Bye. Hi, this is Rudy Novotny, the voice of America's Marathons. We all love how much running has benefited every aspect of our lives, so much so that most of us only wish we'd started sooner. Wouldn't it be wonderful to gift the opportunity to children of today? Well, you can. The Morning Mile is a before-school walking and running program that gives children a chance to start each day in an active way while enjoying fun, music, and friends. That's every child, every day. It's also supported by a wonderful system of rewards, which keeps students highly motivated and frequently congratulated. Created by our favorite fitness expert, Fitz Kohler, Morning Milers across the country have run over 2 million miles and are having greater success with academics, behavior, and sports because of it. The Morning Mile is free to the child, free to the school, and is inexpensively funded by businesses or generous individuals. Help more kids get moving in the morning by visiting MorningMile.com. Champion the program at your favorite school or find out more about sponsorship opportunities. That's MorningMile.com. Long may you run.